0: You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness.
1: One other thing I wanted to point out was Ryan Fox in the weekend, 7 over first round, way down in 90th. I thought he's cooked. Can't make the cut, made the cut, and finished around 30th, 33rd, tied. Incredible performance for him to be behind. Behind the eight ball and come back with a finish like that. It's just fantastic. US Open beckons this weekend. Let's go to the phones. Life member kicks it off this week. Zade. G'day, Zaid.
2: Uh, yeah, good afternoon. What do you got um, on your mind? Obviously, a bit of a hard one for Kai on um, Sunday, Abu. I think the judges were... Uh, obviously, the judges were a bit against him. But um, I guess that's sport. And, um, yeah, um, obviously, I think Dana White kinda of wanted that result to happen, it seems from um, his, com- his um you know, conference after the fight. Um obviously the blues result wasn't the best against the Highlanders. It looked a bit uh, <clears throat> a bit messy. Um but and then obviously Tui Pelotsu's broken his arm, so mm. the locking locking stops aren't looking too good either. I'm not sure if Ken would message in but he probably will soon if so forwards. Available or not, I'm pretty sure Dari's out as well, so I don't know what we're going to have to do with the loose forwards this weekend. But
1: might I think have to move Tom, Tom Robinson, Robinson to lock.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not I think there might only be Tucker really left, the only specialist really there. Um, so I'm not sure what they're going to do um, with that will be interesting. But yeah, obviously, great result for Fiji and Drua over the Reds, and good to see them in the eight. Um, I'm kind of happy um, seeing Fiji and Drua. Um, they've, you know, they've been better than the Highlanders all season and they've earned their, um, spot in the playoffs. So, and obviously the Warriors, yeah, were great. Sean Johnson, um, back, um, obviously as we know, he's been one of the Warriors best players all year and it was great seeing him um, run the line and score two tries. And yeah, um, Warriors, you know, probably best one of their season really over the Dolphins, putting them away 30 to eight. I know they didn't have, um, Taba Waifido, but still, um, a massive result over over the Dolphins and I think they've got Canberra on Friday night. Um so yeah, I think we can get a win against Canberra. They don't look the they don't look the best of teams. They only get the Tigers by one in the weekend and they were up eighteen nil at one stage, so yeah.
1: yeah. it's been a big old weekend, hasn't it, Zay? Um, always love you kicking off the show, mate. We've got thank lots you. of calls, so thank you. Enjoy the rest of your week. No doubt we'll hear from you again. We go to Joey in Auckland. Get a Joey.
0: G'day, Staff. I hope you had a great weekend, mate.
1: And,
0: um, look, uh, Staff, um, the, to control the Crusaders, you, you keep the ball away from them. It's like anything. If you if you don't give the, the All Blacks a lot of ball, they struggle. And that's what that's what um, the um, uh, Wellingtons, you know, the, the Hurricanes, that you know, they, they they had about 70 odd percent of the ball in the second half. And when you haven't got the ball and you're tackling and all that, it's like, it's the same in the league you end up struggling, and and they came over the top of them, you know, and that was a a, a result, especially when the the guy scored down the blind side. There were a couple of of, uh, missed tackles there, Uh, the number eight, you know, uh, when he ran down the blind and and scored. But um, the Crusaders, you know, will will be hurting from that, and and they'll come back, they'll come back from that. And Mm -hmm. also, two warriors, fantastic. You know, Sean Johnson, he will probably go around another year, I would think. Staff, I would say, uh, you know, you, you, if he wants to play for another season, you would, you would grab him because he can mentor these, these young fellas, and he's just playing outstanding football, uh, and he's enjoying this football because he, I think he's enjoying his life. And the last thing too, just with the, uh, with the state of origin, with New South Wales without uh, Nathan Cleary, I think as a Queensland supporter, I think they're going to be very dangerous with Nico Hines and whoever they put in at five eight. Because Nicko Hines runs the ball a hell of a lot more. You know, Cleary had a poor game uh, in that first. You know, even he would not he would admit he did not play very well at all. And and Hines is the type of guy that will run the football at any at any stage. You know, at any time in a set of six. And I think they're going to be they're going to be very very dangerous up there at um, court
1: for sure. Mm, yeah, I, I do too. Um, really, really dangerous. And like I, some some hearty New South Wales fans um, really question Nathan Cleary and would Brad Fittler have the guts to drop him because he he was pretty average and maybe didn't suit the style. I I don't think he would have dropped him, but it would be very interesting to see how they go. And I'll ask Warren Ryan about when we have him on, not Warren Ryan, not Warren Ryan, (laughs) Warren Smith, uh, the Fox commentator, what they think they'll do. Uh, For me, the natural thing is to go Nico Hines. He's a starter, not a bench player, but really interested to see what they do with that jersey.
0: Well, it's a no-brainer, Steph, just quickly. It's a no-brainer. If if um, Fiddle wants to keep his job, you put in Nico Hines and you put in maybe Cody Walker. You, you know, maybe a couple of, couple of the guys that played in that first game need to be dropped. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a Queensland, but, you, um, you know, maybe a couple of guys in that side need to be dropped and you just change things around and you just don't know what you're going to get. And, and this that's a big danger that they'll have with Nico Hines. I'm not saying, you know, Cleary Cleary's a fantastic footballer. You know, but I always say, two staff, just quickly, um, no one is worth over a million dollars. I'm sorry. Mm. I, I don't care. But Nathan Cleary is not worth over one point six million dollars a season. I'm sorry. It's just I don't I don't believe that. A million dollars, yes. And he's right up there. But one point six million? I don't think any player's worth that in the NRL. Mm. Anyway, mate, you have a great day and go yeah. to the morning.
1: Get up the turbos. Good on you, Joey. Oh, did, Someone's just texted in. Did I call it Glowbox Stadium Mount Smart? Did I? Go Media Stadium staff, not Glowbox. Maybe I did. Slip of the tongue. If you listen often enough, I do that many times. Uh, let's go to Graham and widen it up. G'day, Graham. I am in the wire too,
3: mate.
1: How are you? Oh, uh, see? That was just a blind guess.
3: Oh, you just done my calendar by now. I keep saying that. Cut it in right now. <laughs> Great little space. but bit wet. Um, yeah, hope you had a good weekend, mate. Um, my missus was in the hostel having a gallbladder out, so I had the TV all to myself. Oh, and, and I you, watched everything.
1: Oh, and you can eat pizza, because you're not allowed when, when she comes home.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I could eat anything I wanted, mate, and I did. Mm. Um, but... Um, now I'm I'm going to ask you a question because um, I'll be the only one that talks about this. Everybody's going to talk the ass off um, all the other sports. But did you watch the US Darts Masters?
1: Look, I did. I did not all of it, oh, but I did watch a bit. I did watch a bit.
3: The Canadians.
1: I wow. know. Where did they come from?
3: Far oh, out. Right. Well, that guy um, uh, Jeff Long knocked out Michael Smith in the first round, mm. um, and a guy, Jeff Smith, another Canadian he knocked out Peter Wright in the first round 6-2 then he beat Aspinall 6-2 then he beat um, Humphreys 6-2, then he got to the final with NBG and lost 8-0
1: <laughs> <laughs> Michael would have just seen all these top seeds going, going oh this is getting better, this is getting better loving it, yeah. well he
3: only just got Rob, Buzz, Rob, Broth, Rob um, Cross in the in, in the semi-final with the blooming last dart
1: yeah yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was sensational. Great viewing.
3: But um no, no, all the all the viewing over the weekend was pretty good, mate. Yeah. And uh, good call on the netball, mate. I had the uh had the T V with volume down listening
1: to you. Oh, brilliant. Thank you, buddy. Thank you very much. Take okay, it, mate. Take it See easy. Ya. There's Graham and Carterden. A little bit colder than Cardigan, but a beautiful town, Dunedin. G'day, Dino.
4: Yes, they've mean today, mate. Not a cloud in the sky. Wasn't that warm this morning? Of course, but
1: she's nice now,
4: sunny. Perfect. But uh, for me, I, what are the Kings going to do, mate? Like, what are they going to do with those loose fours? Like, wasn't it good to see Yardy at seven? It was. You know, and the league drive. I don't even. I don't even know the name of that boy at number eight. But
1: Brayden Yossi.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, well, th- these games are all black trials. I don't care what anyone says. The pressure's on. You know, Dalton go going eight. What for? Mark Hardman and see who's better. Mm. I don't get like It really annoys me because it's the only chance you get to see them. I mean, mind you, back in the day, All Black Trials were just another gate-taking thing anyway because the team was picked before you got there. But it still would have been good to see Dalton go head-to-head against Hardman. And we've heard it from experts on your, on your channel, saying, You know, he's not an eight, so why play him there? Mm. There must be another eight in the Auckland catchment that can play eight just because Hoskin needs a week off because he's an all-black.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Braden Yossi was fantastic. Something about him, and people say it's just because he's a Manawatu player, he is incredibly quick off the mark. You know, picks it up off the back of the scrum, he's gone, just in a flash.
4: Mate, it's nothing to do with like, he, Talia had to turn around, and he looks like the quickest guy in gym shoes in the Blues until Rico gets back on the wing and realises that he can actually run again. But he didn't even, he wasn't even encroaching on him. No. Two weeks in a row that he's done something that, that wins World Cups. It certainly wins quarterfinals. You know, and the other thing is, I don't want to say, like, Scotty Barrett's going to be an all-black captain one day, but he's a lock. He hasn't got the, he was exposed down the blind side, and I think Justin said he played long minutes. Who cares? He's not quick enough to shut that down. Mm. And the good teams in the world, the Irish number eight, the French number eight, they, they, they're fast.
1: They sure are. Why, why they're do we, rapid.
4: Why do we, exactly. So like, like this series against the Wallabies, like, we're just so far behind where I believe we should be going into a World Cup year. But, And I love Artie Savier at, at number eight, but I just think he's getting along in the team. I don't know how he puts in the the, the time he does. Because when he's, when he's walking back to line outs, he looks like he's, if he's a racehorse, they'd shoot him. Mm. But he just keeps on going when he gets the ball in hand. I go, God knows how he does it. But I'd have him in the reserves of my team and put someone else at number eight for 30 minutes, whether it's the boy Yossi, if that's his name, or um, Jacobson. they the two best eights in the country, for me, by a mile. Mm. For 30 minutes. I'd give them the first 30 minutes when teams bash the bejesus out of each other and then I'll bring Artie on, pissed off that he didn't start, and control that for 10 minutes before half time and he plays this whole second half. Mm.
1: I, I actually agree in principle, but I'd probably flip it. I'd start Artie with the experience, and then Braden Yossi with his explosive pace and power with the tiring side to take advantage of that. But but either could work.
4: Yeah, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I, Yeah, like I say, I'm no expert. i, I I really like Luke Jacobson. I think his skill set is perfect for the international game. He he's he's pretty tall. I know Murray was on your show a year ago possibly saying that the French and the Irish and whoever else and why we have to look at them now, that's just the way it's moved. But they're two meters tall. Mm. But I'm not a fan of that back of the line out rubbish anyway. Just win it too. Just win the ball. Like you've you've got to have the ball and the other thing I'd like to bring up is Dave Harvilli, how much he's missed with that kicking option. And yeah. I would, don't know, but I'd love you to ask him, does he help Moonga with vision and telling them what to do? He's got there's a little bit more time.
1: Yes, but he does. I can tell you without, without asking him, he does.
4: Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me. And, and the Hurricanes worked it out at half time. We've got to shut down Mawanga. They can't get out of here. Mm. And they couldn't. Because Goodhue is another example of, a quality 13 going to 12 without a kicking game. So it's pretty easy to shut that down if Will Jordan doesn't come in and fill that slot. You know what I mean?
5: Mm. And
4: he, Will's got a weird way to go, too. He hasn't got much game time. But he, Stevenson's, for me, is plant as good as any fullback in New Zealand. So he's got to be given a crack. Otherwise, why do we have this competition? What's the point in it?
1: Mm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, Dino. And um, uh, I did feel for you when the Highlanders, to, um, you know, I thought they went okay against the Blues, but um, didn't make the eights. And I feel for the guys that are finishing up at the Highlanders that they couldn't have a last hurrah in the playoffs.
4: Yeah, I was in a nice little bar in Matacana, I think that's how it's pronounced, with some yep. real good Auckland buggers, and they were giving it to me, and I was giving it to them. And yeah, a couple of beers changed hands at the end of it, but they were. They were impressed. I said, just watch Hartman. Watch our captain. Yeah. If a couple of your blokes had the ticker of that man, yeah, you'd be going good. We've got to get that 13 out of there because the back line just isn't... It's dysfunctional. I, I really like this. I'll tell you. Christy, perifeter if Bowden's injured. I don't even need perifeter even if Bowden is going good because his confidence doesn't look, doesn't look good. Harry Plummer's looking really the good for me because he's got that kicking option at 12. Bryce Heen is their best centre by a mile. Rico at 11. Talia at um, 14, and Zahn Sullivan, that's dangerous, and it works. Mm. And the ball will get to those last three that I mentioned. Mm. It's not going to with Rico at 13. And if it does go there, it's labourish, and it's, you know, how many seasons have we got to watch it? Mm. It's not getting any better.
1: Yes, well, we'll watch again this weekend, uh, Dino, and, and beyond. I think the Blues will get past this weekend, then it gets tough.
4: The Hurricanes will bowl them, mate. All right. So the Hurricanes? No, they play the Crusaders, aren't they? They're going to get the Crusaders. So, it'll be a hell of a game in Canberra. Like, if, if, if the Crusaders, who are they going to pick? Like, I like Duplassie Karevi. He's the captain, isn't he? And, man, I wouldn't change it. I just liked what they did to the Crusaders in the second half. If, I, if they repeat that, because the Brumbies have got a really good forward pack. Mm. Back line's not bad, but I think the Hurricanes have got their measure in the back line. Especially with that boy at centre, he's he's playing really good rugby too. Like his name escapes me. Can't remember you, Billy names, Proctor. Yeah, no, he's been ste- he's consistent, isn't he? Yeah. Like he doesn't really have a bad game. That seems to be the thing with that that I call it a franchise. They call it a club, but they've had a history of fabulous thirteens. Mm. So I think he's just another one. And I wouldn't be. I love Ennor. I think he's doing everything right. Like I, I just see a really quality, steady. Center there, because we don't have the flashy Bruce Robson type, God bless him anymore. The games might have changed, I don't know, but we don't really, it doesn't, no team's got a running, flowing, passing 13. They seem to have a battering round 12
1: Yeah, give distributor me, yeah, distributor 13. Distributor, yeah, that's it. Alright, Tina, we have to take a break. Thanks heaps for your call, buddy. No worries. Have a good day, mate. There he is. Dino from Dunedin, formerly of Matacana. Uh Formerly of Maticana. We'll take a break. Got some text but you're very welcome to call on 0800 150 811. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Welcome to Ring Us on 0800 150 11 Got a bunch of texts. Let's get through some of them. Steffi, what's the Aussie betting agency's odds for the Hurricanes Brumbies compared to ours? So I read that before. So here's uh, New Zealand: 215 Brumbies, $1.70 Hurricanes. So $215.70 in Australia, Brumbies, $1.95. Hurricanes, $1.80. So you get more on the Hurricanes in Australia. You get more on the Brumbies here. Point start, one and a half on Aussie, two and a half in New Zealand. So not a lot in it. So if you want to back the Brumbies, um, I guess there's better value over there. If you want to back the Hurricanes, uh, sorry, Brumbies, better value here. Hurricanes, better value there. I guess that's no huge surprise. Um, next one. I know there's no favours in sport, but I would have it would have been great if the Crusaders drew started at four instead of the Chiefs and the Reds. Yeah, so the Chiefs and Reds, 4.30, uh, Crusaders drew at 7. I'm sort of with you. It's going to be so cold in Christchurch at 7 o'clock as opposed to 4.30, I guess. Um, I wonder who gets the say. I wonder who gets the say. I think does top qualifier get the say, which would be the Chiefs. So they've probably asked for a daytime. Um, So just if you're unaware, Friday sees the Blues Waratahs at 7 o'clock, Saturday 4.35 Chiefs Reds, Saturday 7 o'clock Crusaders Drua, and then 9.30 Saturday Brumbies Hurricanes. So she's a triple header Saturday for you, for your rugby pleasure. I'm very much looking forward to uh, Brumbies Hurricanes. We were just talking about Braden Yossi um, before. I think he is going to be a prime target for offshore international teams like Scotland, like Wales. He's 24, although is it a five-year naturalisation rather than three now? Because it used to be three. If it's five, maybe not. He's 24. He's got international rugby player written all over him for me. Um, And again, not just because he's Manawatu, I think he's a fantastic player. He's had a couple of great starts for the hurricanes this year and if there's any Scouts over there, maybe it's not as attractive for them to try and entice New Zealanders now because their depth offshore is probably a bit better than it used to be um, but that was just uh, one point about Braden um, tremendous player I think just tremendous player. We'll take new sport and weather <clears throat> excuse me it's a big welcome back to Johnny Mack who's been sunning himself. Closer to the equator than we are. He's avoided all the rain. And this is his first bulletin back for about 10 days. I reckon there's going to be a spring in his voice. We'll find out. Here's the new sport and weather. Well,
0: listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockiness speed of madness. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Phone lines are open for you, 800 Text message from Josh, Super Rugby is a bit of a joke in my opinion. Not taking anything away from the Ndrua, but a team who makes the playoffs with a minus 122 points differential and a record of six wins, eight losses is just madness. If this was league, the Warriors would be making the playoffs every year. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, Josh. Maybe a six, six team, when there's 12 teams, eight making the playoffs. Um, maybe a sixteen. team, what was it called? The old McIntyre system, was that the six team? Is that the six, I can't remember. Um, but I know what you're saying, Josh. I think it's great for the Island's rugby, having said all of that, to make a final, uh, uh, to make the playoffs. I think it is good. Uh, we will go to the lines and we'll talk to Mikey. G'day, Mikey.
6: G'day, Mr. Stafford. Mikey's grumpy today.
1: Is he? Is he? Now, this is how <laughs> we're going to find out whether you're a fair man or a bitter man.
6: Oh, I'm not bitter. I'm just grumpy with my team. I'm not. I'm not grumpy against the canes or anything like that. Or the anything, I'm just grumpy with my team
1: mm.
7: for
6: not uh, closing it out. So, yeah, we, we went away for the weekend. Managed to get the wee one with my grandparents and went away and. Sat down in a restaurant and then we started losing, and then the food came and the food was crap as well. It was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hit twice. <sighs> oh, shocker. Absolute shocker. Anyway, they'll pick themselves up. But um, good on the Canes. And uh, I think was it was Dino saying it was great to see um, Artie at number seven.
1: That was awesome. Yeah. He, really, really good. He's so, so quality. He can play anywhere, can't he?
6: He can, yeah, yeah, but it'd be good. I, don't know, I just think it'd be good to see him at seven a bit more often to get some real big and strong number eight like we used to in the old days. But um, hey, uh, you um, text um was it Josh about the the quarterfinals coming up? I think a six would be better personally. The mm. top two have a rest weekend, and the other four um, duel it out to see who plays those those top two. Yeah, because if, we, if we're serious about it. We've got a uh, final quarter final weekend. There's only one game that we think might may go either way because mm. we know the other games, in theory, are going to go Blues, Chiefs, Crusaders, the Brumbies, Canes is the game of the of the round. But uh, if you're coming to quarterfinal, final, semi finals, every game in th- should be the, should be a game of the round, shouldn't it?
1: Yeah, and like in any 12 comp, t- 12 team comp, if you've got one versus eight in any code, it should be a shellacking. And same with two and seven.
6: Yeah, well, uh, I feel for a little bit for the drawer boys because uh, I've had a look at the forecast. It's raining. It's going to be less than ten degrees. Yeah, it'll probably come in horizontal. <laughs> 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 Hypothermia is going about to set into some of them. That's for sure.
1: Uh-huh. Um, they
6: won't be used to that. Um, but yeah, the Brumbies canes. I I I've, I mean, after I, I thought the canes been poor the last couple of weeks, but after that second half performance. It's all on, all on,
1: and some of their players are really improved like Josh morby has improved out of sight, I thought,
6: yeah, yeah yeah and 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 for us to get a red card from little Chippy Chippy Meister for the canes, <laughs> I mean he's a walking yellow card all day. I couldn't believe it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, I actually loved it that's it's a throw he's good. a throwback, isn't he,
6: oh, big time, and uh. I mean, they they all shook hands in a joke afterwards, so good on but But um, anyway, there you go. Uh, have a great show. I'll catch you later.
1: Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There's Mikey out of Christchurch um, from Jared. Interesting during the Canes Crusaders, seeing a couple of all-black trialists for 12 and 6. Geordie made a couple of poor defensive reads that smelled of not being an out-and-out 12. And Scott Barrett's miss at 6 down the short side was very, very poor. Um, Can't remember, did he miss, Braden, you'll say down the short side. I'm not 100% sure. He's probably, if there's one failing for Scott Barrett, which is not his fault, not quick off the mark, is he? Not quick off the mark um I do think I do think he'll play six in that opening game against France. be interested to see how Ian Foster plays him in the internationals leading up to the World Cup. I think that will give us a sight into what he's thinking for the World Cup, particularly our very first Test match actually uh Geordie twelve maybe Scott six'm not a hundred percent sure I'm fascinated with pretty much you know the wings the fullback the first five. It's really interesting. Uh, thanks for the text, though, Jared. Uh From Ken, Steffi, Cameron Suafua, and Bowden, and a few others are available against the Waratahs. Big blow with Paddy gone though. Maybe young Josh Beer, B E E H R E, Josh Beer might get a chance at lock. Cheers, Ken. Yeah, really sad news for uh, Patty Two Ups. Just, just at the wrong time for him. Can't play playoffs. Um, I think he's still well in the all black frame, though, Ken. Uh, big body, good experience as well. Let's ho- head over to Melbourne and talk to Darren. G'day, Darren.
5: Hey, Staffy, how are you?
1: Very good, sir.
5: Oh, mate, I got, I got in trouble on Sunday. I was watching the uh, Canes Crusaders match in my shed. Yeah. Fire going, you know, beers flowing. <laughs> and my wife came out, and she's. Started hearing all these weird noises and thought there was something wrong in the shed, and had uh, just Cody Taylor, Dane Coles. I kid you not, I was just killing myself with last. <laughs> it was so that, good, wasn't that it? Was, that was that was like watching poetry in motion.
1: Yeah, there he got were...
5: a card and Coles would point to his head and oh. God.
1: yeah it was and there was no no damage done, no no punches thrown, like Colsey pulled his fist back, there was no way he was gonna swing at him it was just it was pantomime at its finest
5: oh, it was just so good, yeah, I thought that's why we watch it for these these battles, and then they shake hands and they probably had a beer after and yeah you know, oh it was just gold, yeah, and I just wanted to say one thing i'm I'm a big skeptic of um I think it's pickerel the 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 ref, yeah. I thought he actually had
1: one of his better games, considering how tough it would have been to ref at some stages. Yeah, I don't mind him. Like Referees always get stuff wrong, Uh, always. You can't go through a game. And I saw someone really slam uh, Ben. Um, Why do I forget his name? Ben O'Keefe, for his performance on the weekend, which I didn't watch and just say he's whistle-happy, he's up himself and all that. He's not. He's not, you know. no. Um, no, I rate him. I yeah. rate
5: him, and him and Angus Gardner, I'd rate as the top two in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but no, looking forward to this weekend. There's going to be some, going to be some good battles. I mean, I know, I know everyone's saying, oh, one versus eight, two versus seven. But if you're if you're seventh or eighth, you have got nothing to lose. You can throw the kitchen sink at it. The pressure's all on the other team. So you know. Who
1: knows what'll happen. Yeah, and I don't watch every Super Rugby game. It's probably the first year I haven't watched every Super Rugby game, but I'll be watching every playoff match this weekend, just in the hope that Waratahs maybe, Reds maybe, Drua maybe, um, just in case, because you don't want to miss it. I think we've all got a
5: soft spot for the Drua, don't we?
1: Absolutely we do. <laughs> Absolutely we do. Yeah. yeah. Good man. Yeah. Cheers, there, And um, Thanks, Please you didn't get in too much trouble from the missus.
5: Oh, she, I played it back for her and she was even laughing so yeah
1: it was good <laughs> awesome buddy thank you
5: I didn't mind watching it a second time thank you cheers <laughs> mate they out of Aussie yeah
1: I did enjoy that uh, me are my yes boy is that how it goes uh, we'll take a break you're welcome to call 0800 150 811 getting you through the day like a hot cover after lunch you're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ We're talking about your highlights, slow lights, and everything in between from the weekend of sport. Gary from Upper Hutt joins us. G'day, Gary.
7: G'day, Steph. Definite highlights, that classic Dane Coles game. Oh my God. <laughs> Wasn't that just a brilliant last game for him at the stadium? If in fact it is the last one.
1: Oh, it was. It was a, it was it was beautiful to watch and I was sitting there chuckling as well.
7: I just had all the aspects of his game, apart from the only thing we didn't get. We didn't get him sprinting down the sideline, you know, in the clear, you know. Yeah, because he's but, um, fast, too. He,
1: he's really fast.
7: But, yeah, I don't know that he's quite as quick as he used to be, but I mean, that happens to all of us. But um, yeah, he, he is, definitely. Yeah, it's about the only thing that he didn't pull out of his bag of tricks. <laughs> but i tell you what, what it does, it confirms to me why he should be on the plane at the end of the year. I, I definitely have him as one of my hookers going over there, even though I know he's injury prone. But you keep him for those big games where it takes that top two inches to to know how to win a game, or do you even you know cause a bit of niggle like that. It puts that other side off. Um, for me, if they're looking at Armour, I think oh boy, I I just don't know if I want him there at the World Cup. Mm. Do you really want him throwing in that line out? With two minutes to go or whatever, four points down and you've got to win it, it's just like, oh, my money would be on him not throwing it in right.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm a hundred percent with you with Colsey going to the World Cup. We we need that, and, and he he's got the innate ability to make the opposing front row think about other things than playing rugby, yep. and that's valuable. Yeah, that's what
7: man. I say. top two inches, yeah, mm. top two inches. He's got it. He's so experienced at it. You know, it's just, uh, it was just so good to watch. I really, really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but what, what on earth happened to the Waratahs? I had a brilliant. Um, Played multi going and then I thought absolute shooing sure. Waratahs over mine Pacifica woke up so I what happened there I I didn't see the game or I've not really heard anything about it did they rest half their side or something did they
1: No um, looking at their team they had a, the. Um that mark, huge surname, Nawakanawasi. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, sorry, team. Um, they had him at fullback, but just uh, looking at their team, they had a few out, actually, looking at it now, but Michael Hooper played, Swinton played. I'm um, just looking at their I would have bench. thought they
7: would have romped home.
1: Yeah, they, they struggled, actually. Jake Gordon, they had a few on the bench that are normal starters, Harry Wilson. Um Gordon Gleason, so maybe they underestimated a little bit a little bit, yeah, but possibly. um, but you along with me would have been well, if it wasn't in your multi, I was stoked Moana, well. rounded out the season and got a win.
7: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure on that. But yeah, it ruined. It
7: wasn't the only one that ruined my multi. You know, Kaikara France one as well. Just like
1: that's another story altogether. That's
7: complete bollocks. Yeah, that, that was a. And
1: rort. that's even to my untrained eye. It's like, come on, I'm in there. Yeah, got that one. Yeah, <laughs> so no, was, yeah. wasn't great. Yeah, it was appalling. Mm. Mm. Awesome, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank okay. Okay. you, mate. Just yep. on that um, Kaikara France thing, team. Uh, I've pulled up the stats from the fight. Uh, Kaikara France landed 133 strikes, his opponent 64, so half as many. Uh, Significant strikes, Kaikara France 99, uh, Albazi 43, more than double. Takedowns, Kaikara France 2 out of 2, his opponent Albazi 1 out of 9. And the fourth round, which one judge gave to Albazi, um, Kaikara France landed 24 strikes, and the opponent landed one. And one of the judges gave it 10-9 to the guy that landed one.
8: Yeah, very fishy. And he's uh, he's from Saudi Arabia, isn't he? Yeah. Is he's Dana he, looking for that oil money, is he?
1: Well, see, now al after that fight is 17-1-0. So 17 wins, one draw, no losses. And it's no secret that the O is important. They, they like riding on the coattails all the way up to the top. But here's the thing I found this morning. Dana White does not appoint the referees. He does not appoint the judges. So while the finger's being pointed at Dana White, it's, the appointments are made by um, the Las Vegas Commission. It's this athletic commission. They appoint the judges. And two judges involved in that fight have had dubious scorecards many, many times. I've heard that. I've heard that. So, and yeah. even when before the fight started and they put up the names of the judges, Israel Adesanya tweeted, oh no, because he knew Ugh. these guys.
8: Because I mean, not that boxing and UFC really want to do this because there probably is a lot of money in, that, in the corruption side of things, but is there a better way to judge fighting? Like, I don't know if the 10-point must system is the best way of doing it. I don't know if the way that that criteria that they've got is the way to do it. I mean, what I mentioned yesterday, do you do what they do at the Olympics where you take, maybe you've got five judges, you take the worst and the best, and you get rid of them, yeah. and you just get the three in the middle?
1: And they judge live. Like, and it's just, if a punch lands, you get a point, and you, and you see them go up, and then the other one, and it goes well, that's,
8: up. Yeah, and Brad said yesterday, Brad Lewis it said, um, and it might have been Joe Rogan who suggested it, um, give the scores after every round. So a fighter knows exactly what position they're in. Oh, mm. okay, I'm down by three rounds. I've got to knock this guy out.
1: And the thing about 10-point must that I've always been a massive boxing fan is you might get two fighters and they both stay on their feet and he absolutely destroys them around one, 10-9, and then it's really close the next round, but the other guy gets it, 10-9. It's all square, but one guy's – yeah. Obliterated him in one round. Yeah, I get you. Occasionally you'll get a ten eight. It's it's a compulsory ten eight if there's a knockdown, but yep. there does have to be a better way. And no accountability, it seems. Absolutely none. I got a swag of text messages which I'll get through before the news. Um we'll take a break.